Welcome back to God. What episode? This be episode two of Sad Money now. Episode two. Episode dose of Sad Money. Uh, the money just gets happier. <laughs> Things are only looking up, baby. I'm here, Alexander Payne. I'm Steven Sahelnik. And we're gonna bring you the week's news and money. Yeah. What have you been keeping up this week? I think the big thing, a lot of things people were talking about was what happened with Credit Suisse over the weekend. Credit Suisse cheese. I think I saw, my favorite thing I saw was, they're not Credit Suisse, they're they're Credit Sus. Credit Sus, Debit Suisse. Little Sus. What is Credit Suisse? They were a bank. I don't know. They were a bank. (laughs) I don't know what they are anymore. They were. They're, They're kind of a shit show. They are. And you're probably wondering, like, what is that? What even is uh, Credit Suisse? Um, let's see if we can figure out a way to simplify this. What is a good way to tell them what it is? Like, I would say they're a, a bank in Europe. Yeah. And basically, they have money that people deposit. Yeah. And then they lend it out. Yeah. And they lend it out to, to bad people. Bad people. Yeah. A guy named well, Bill Huang. Yes. Of Archegos. Legend. Super trooper. <laughs> the best investor in the world. And he did a Ponzi scheme. And he basically got margin called. Was margin the- called is when you own the bank or you owe someone a lot of money and then their your your assets dip below a certain point and they go, Hey, I want my money back. At that point, you're supposed to give it back. But what Bill Huang did, which was great and legendary, is he just didn't pick up the phone. <laughs> so, so all you people out there that are like, I'm not paying my debt, I'm not picking up the phone. Rich people are doing the exact same thing too. Yeah. So, and that happened in 2021, April? Last year, yeah. That it blew up and now we are seeing the effects of uh, them. Credit Swiss, Debit Swiss, they're holding the bags. Yeah. It's kind of rippling out because it's like they're such a big institution. It's like what affects them doesn't just affect them. It can affect other banks. It yeah. can affect other people with other positions. So The global market. Yeah, people kept quoting, they call them credit default swaps, CDS. CDSs, yeah. Basically, it's a probability. Is a bank going to default? Are they going to go bankrupt? Are they going to go under? So for those of you that may have seen that movie, uh, the big, what's that movie called? Big Short. The Big Short. That's how they made all their money. Yes. Was through CDS's credit default swaps. Uh, Michael Burry. Yes. Uh, was the one who kind of was the pioneer of it, and Steve Carell's character. All those people. They they got rich off of credit default swaps, betting on the housing market to fail. So. A credit default swap is essentially a bet. We'll just play a clip from the big short. You'll get it a lot easier than that way. <laughs> but they spiked during this week because everyone believes that, or not everyone, uh, everyone that doesn't work at MSNBC right. believes that Credit Suisse is basically insolvent. And this is their Lehman Brothers moment. And Lehman you're like, moment. Yeah. What is Lehman? Well, basically, that's the Titanic. It, they, they're going to be insolvent and they're going to get, they're going to die. There's no other way to put it. Yeah. It's over. And yeah. we don't know how big of a contagion event this is. Like this could leak. Some people believe it's JP Morgan, uh, Goldman Sachs, Nomura. all these people. Yeah, Nomura, everyone is affected by this. And 
how is they affected by this? They think it's done through derivatives. Have you heard about yeah. that? Yeah. So yeah. that I don't know. It's an easy way to explain. Derivatives is like, uh, and I've seen this done before. Is like, let's say we're playing poker. Yeah. Someone makes a bet on who wins our game. We're going to play another clip from the Big Short with that one. Exactly. Yeah. That's where that one comes from. It's the easiest way to explain it. So, yes. A lot of times, a lot of these things, like, especially with, like, Credit Suisse, when over the weekend people are going, like, okay, this is a Lehman moment. Yeah. A lot of times, if you're, if you're, like, it's just kind of like a law of nature, right? If you're prepared for something bad to happen, it's not going to happen. It's, like, when we're not going to expect it. So, I think... It's going to take a little bit of time for these types of things to continue to play out. But clearly, something's breaking. took a year to get yeah. here from Archegos, which was the people who loaned their... Yeah. Who took Credit Suisse's money. Credit Suisse cheese's money. And then <laughs> they blew up... It's like that children's book. <laughs> who took my cheese? Yeah, who took, who my, took cheese? my cheese? <laughs> so Credit Suisse... Uh, uh, sorry, Archegos, they blew up a year ago. And we're now seeing the effects of what happened a year ago. So the economy works very slowly, like an iceberg. It's just moving along slowly, and it finally hit that Titanic, and it's just bleeding out right now. And it's like the movie where it's like the Titanic took hours to sink. Mm. So that's the economy. Yeah. It takes a long time for these things to sink. So play out. Yeah. Yeah, for a long time for it to play out. So I think in like it's like watching a porno. On like six x slow. We why know. do you do that? <laughs> because you're an artist. That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Try that. Try it. Yeah. yeah. Delay gratification. Extremely delayed. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never have any trouble waiting for anything ever again. That's have trouble right. waiting for Christmas? Don't worry. Watch porn on six x. God knows the SEC is watching Pornhub. Oh my God. That's all they do. They don't yeah. do anything else. Um. Oh, I guess, like, some good news, too, or it depends on how you look at it, is the the Bank of England. Yes. They had a major pivot this week where they had been also trying to go down the path of QT, quantitative tightening, and they basically pivoted. And they said, we're going to start easing things again because of, especially given the issues with, like, energy security in Europe, things were really starting to break. So they go, we're going to go back to quantitative easing. And I know the, the market the market liked that, but the market just, the it was, indices were like up because of that. But the market is uh, the algorithm. Yeah. For financial, yeah. that's what it means. <laughs> what the fuck does it even, yeah. yeah. You know how you have an algorithm for YouTube and Instagram? Well, that's the algorithm for finances, yeah. the market. Yeah. And a lot of people saw it as like, uh, what do you call it? The canary, canary in the coal mine. Canary in the coal mine. To go, the Bank of England typically does things first and people might follow. So I think people go, well, if the, the Bank of England's going to go back to quantitative easing, easing from quantitative tightening, mm-hmm. Q, QT back to QE, mm-hmm. will like the Federal Reserve do it? So people might be thinking that, you know, they might think that it'd be a good thing. I think, you know, high level the Fed's not going to change much, but people think that might happen now. So we'll see. This is basically where we're at right now. We're playing a big game of chicken. Yeah. Between printing money and uh, raising interest rates. And right now we're like right here. We're in this sweet spot where we're kind of like, um, 
good way to put this. It's like Indiana Jones and right. the Temple of Doom. So we're Indiana Jones in this analogy, and we're the, the floor is slowly closing in on us. And we're like, oh, okay, this isn't so bad. But the next thing you know, spikes come up from the ground and the ceiling. And so now it's like, this is quantitative tightening, this is QE, and then we're Indiana Jones in the middle. And we're like, so wait, how does this play out? How do we get out of this? That's why you got to tune in and keep watching the movie to see how we get out of it. <laughs> got to so, get the golden egg. <laughs> yeah, we got to get it and escape the tunnel. But uh, I have faith that it will end. <laughs> <laughs> I have complete faith that no matter what, it will end and that it will be over one day. <laughs> I have faith in that. And guess what? Indiana Jones always escapes. So if you're an American, he does. I have, I believe you will be okay. Harrison Ford is still killing it. He's crashed like three planes, and he still survived. Think in about like that, in like three different genres. Well, in real life, he's crashed like oh, three. Wow. He's crashed three helicopters and has walked away. I did not know that. Yeah, he really is Han Solo. He should probably not try that anymore. He still flies to this day. <laughs> he still flies helicopters. It's hilarious. Yeah, he really is that guy. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Well, in good news, mm-hmm. I found a place where people can can hide their money right now. Because that's what a lot oh, of people say. Okay. It's like, we don't know where to invest our money right now. Yeah. It's uncertain times. Yeah. And we don't know what to do. And I was reading, I saw this year so far, while the S&P is down 23%. Mm-hmm. So far. So far. Yeah. WWE yeah. is up 40%. The wrestling? Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment. Bring it on, brother. That's right. Yeah. Two fake things, and one of them is doing well. Personally, I'm not going to lie, I have started watching wrestling again while I'm out of town. (laughs) I love wrestling. When I'm out of town, it's my favorite thing to watch is wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was up that much, but, you know, maybe shout out to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon because they're running the company now since Vince has stepped away. Yes. Uh, put your money into the WWE, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't even feel right to say, but who's laughing now, Dad? Uh, not... Wrestling's fake, but they're making real money, huh? Making real money. How about that, brother? <laughs> I was just trying to find like happy yeah. news for people out there. Look, wrestling fans, uh, you're actually right in this case now, so I applaud you. If I was you, I'd be tearing off my sleeves right now to go put some money into that WWE stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wow, this is these are definitely interesting times that we're living in. Up 40%? 40%. Wow. This yeah. probably means you should not invest in it, by the way. Definitely don't take our advice on any of this stuff. Yeah, we are not financial advisors. <laughs> no, <laughs> we are definitely not. Yeah. We just played one on Instagram. <laughs> That's... um. It's interesting because I saw that. I saw, I guess, uh, from a governmental perspective, like our, our, our uh, Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen, if you don't know who she is, just think of uh, Toad from Super Mario. That's basically who she looks like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically, she is our secretary right now. And she, I think, is getting under a little bit of heat because mm. she might be leaving after midterms. Really? Yes. Yeah, well, she didn't want the job there. in the first place, right? No, she was making too much money talking to all the banks on yeah. her road tour. 
So I think she got a, she got a little sidetracked, and then she'll be back to, to making money on her. On her, on her uh, speaking tour. This is what happens: is that I think we put up a video earlier where people flip flop between the yeah. government and between financial institutions. And honestly, you should think of these people like that work with money as the, a tennis ball, and they go back and forth between the government, financial institutions, financial institutions, the government, and in between they're making right. millions of dollars. Mm. Uh, so it doesn't really matter what they do. And Janet Yellen is, I don't even know how to describe her. Like, honestly, I don't even Toad think she's... Toad is great. Yeah, Toad is good, but I don't, she also looks like that, uh, the, what is it, from Spaceballs? Darth Helmet? <laughs> like, if you see her, yeah. her hair is like, it's, yeah. it's not even real. I think that's an android up there or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, she didn't want the job in the first place because of her programming wouldn't allow it. Her, she's a Citadel bot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's what crazy. She's leaving the midterms? It's a rumor where yeah. it's like she might be prepping to leave and then someone came out from the cabinet. It's like she's staying through midterms. So who knows? But that wouldn't be leaked if there wasn't an issue. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, 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 been, that's been interesting to, to, to see. Okay. Um, sorry about that. I mean, was there anything that you picked up? Also? Yeah, I was in Florida for three days. I was in Tampa, mm. and the storm Sorry. did not hit Tampa. But what I would say is, if you're looking for a place, you know, because as money is changing and inflation and everything, I would say, you know what you could do? You could buy land. And you know what? I think there's a lot of cheap land in Florida right now. In fact, honestly, Key West, every time that place gets destroyed, people move out of there. So you could mm. build a new place. And this is just an idea. I'm not saying this is what you should do with your money. But it is very feasible because there's always somebody looking to move to Florida to escape New York. Think about it. That would be my number one thing. My number one financial tip of the day is look into building into Florida. But never live there. Right. That's what I would say. Never ever live there unless you move to Tampa and you have a gun because you're going to need it out there. What do you think about houseboats? We have an like Italian we, friend who lives on a houseboat. Yeah, but he lives on a houseboat in Paris where yes. there's no hurricanes. That is very true. <laughs> that is very so true. if you get a houseboat, just live where there's no hurricanes. That's what I would suggest. Okay. But honestly... Pound for pound, dude. Houseboat yeah. people are the happiest people I know. They are the happiest people. And they usually are financial people who retire from finances to become a houseboat guy. Or girl. Or girl. That's true. Houseboat person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, house yeah. person. That even sounds, sounds like it's getting weird. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else have I kept up with? I gotta go to the old notes. Yeah, I mean, I know, like on the how the house topic, because I know thirty-year mm -hmm. uh, mortgage rates have now hit, I think seven point two percent, which is the highest they've been since two thousand one. Yeah. Given where, you know, the way we've raised rates. And I think the median house costs 50% of median income is what I was reading. And the last time that had happened was 2007. And the reason we keep saying 2007 is basically that's kind of when the financial crisis started. It was not actually, it didn't completely blow up until 2008 where I think the indexes hit the lowest points. But yeah. it started in 2007. Yeah. So 
we're not saying at all that that's going to happen, but uh, seems that math keeps saying that that's what's going to happen. Um, I think... What the hell was I going to say? You just said something about... Um... Oh, interest rates. Yeah. Here's why interest rates are important. Um, we were talking about the other day, the other week. So interest rates are important because let's say you want to buy a house or uh, an apartment or whatever and you don't have a fixed rate. Yeah. Which means if you don't have a fixed rate, it means that the bank can change how much you pay for that mortgage based on what the Fed does. Yeah. Essentially. So I'm trying to think. Yeah. What's a simple way to explain this? It's called a... An adjustable rate mortgage. Right? An adjustable a- rate mortgage. ARM, ARM, they call it sometimes. You could get a fixed rate, which means you pay 3% through the whole entire thing. But sometimes right. some people get adjustable rate mortgages because... Yeah. There's like certain incentives where yeah. it's like, you know, if it's a period where rates are a lot lower, you actually are paying slightly lower than a fixed rate. But the downside is if rates ever do go up, you are kind of sitting up shit creek without a paddle. And we're not talking about that great Canadian TV show. No. We're talking about, like, let's say you bought a home two years ago and rates were very low. They were, I think, zero or negative or whatever. And then now they've shot up to whatever they are right now. So now you're paying more based on what the Fed is doing, which is the biggest bank in the land. And so it is... I guess this is a way, the way to explain the difference between fixed rates yeah. and adjustable rates. Or a fixed uh, loan or... What am I trying to say? Uh, yeah, fi- like fixed between adjustable. Yeah, fixed between adjustable. But I'm like, what's a good analogy? Like a... Hmm. This is where we're trying to, we're trying to focus our, our ideas here because we're getting <laughs> feedback about how to make this more for the everyman. So like... Hmm. Ah, here's a here's a here's a way. Here's a good analogy. I think that'll work. Let's say you have a car, right? Okay. You just bought a car, and you're paying somebody to wash your car, and the guy's like, "All right, I'm gonna pay you. You pay me three dollars a month, and your car is gonna be here in this same spot. You're gonna have to pay me three dollars a month for twenty years, and I'm gonna wash this car for you, right? You're like, cool, or or you can pay me a dollar fifty, but if things get crazy out here, I might charge you seven dollars, eight dollars, nine dollars. It all depends on not what I want to do. It depends on what the you know the homeless dude up the street does. That's right. The homeless dude up the street is the Fed. Uh, the homeless dude that's hanging out with you—that's the bank that's loaning you the money. The car is yours, you, your house, whatever you want to call it. So basically, it's like you can either pay the dollar fifty and hope that everything's copacetic, which means the guy at the street really gets to adjust it, or you can pay the three percent, the three dollars to make sure you know nobody's shooting rap videos on your car. Or, you know, I don't know what people even do. I don't have a car anymore. So what do people? Neither do I. Yeah, I've had one for ten years. I don't know. I guess if you want to make sure him and Gold Dirty State. D and the boys aren't going crazy in the back <laughs> of your car like in that movie. He's like, look, I know some guys and they want to get wild in these cars out here. (laughs) But I'm going to charge you to make sure that no one goes in your car. Right. Yeah. 
I'm the one doing it, but I'm gonna make sure it's. I guess extortion is what I'm describing right now. So, uh, that's what it is. Yeah, just basically, who do you want to be extorted by? Dirty D and the boys. Shout out to Dirty D and the boys. It's up to you to decide. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, so the carrying cost of a mortgage right now is over 50% of median person's income, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. If you go, you get a paycheck, half of it's going to, you know, it's not rent because you own the place, but to your mortgage. There's some other things that have happened. I wrote this down to China uh, tell state banks to prepare for a massive dollar dump and yuan buying spree. Yuan is their dollar, their money, Chinese dollar. And interesting. Yeah. As Beijing's prior interventions have failed to stem its currency, which is like this is the worst year for Chinese money since 1994. Yeah. And I think that's when the Wu-Tang Clan release their first album <laughs> to be honest with you I'm pretty sure there's a correlation there they're nothing to fuck with yeah so the the dollar they're dumping the dollar and they're basically getting ready for a long winter mm. winter is coming but if we know anything about the Chinese their resolve is number one yep so I think last time we were talking about the dollar squeeze yeah and I think forget exactly where I stopped at, but I think now the UN, which is the United Nations, has come out and said to the Federal Bank, which I don't know if this has ever happened, the United Nations has told the Federal Bank to stop uh, QT, quantitative tightening, stop withholding money because you're going to cause a global crisis. Stop raising rates. Stop raising rates because... You're gonna kill all of us, which so, is crazy. It's crazy. It's kind of like the, the 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 moment in the movie where there's the the big bad guy and he's like super crazy and he's like I'm gonna kill all of us. But then his little henchman, he like he stabs him in the back or shoots him for James Bond because he's like that's too much. You can't do that. I have a family. It's like that point where the guy he's like he decides to become a hero again. Like, you know, right before a big rock falls on him and he's like, I'm sorry I did this. <laughs> like that moment of redemption. That's the UN. The UN is the, the little bad guy and then the, yeah. the Fed is the big bad guy. And they're essentially telling them, you can't do this. But the Fed can do whatever it wants. Yeah. Their mandate, yeah, has nothing to do with it. It's interesting that they're turning that into a humanitarian crisis. I think it's... Because people starve and yeah. rates go up. The sign of the times. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's that was really interesting to see. I guess I guess it like the devil's advocate in some ways, like in the 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 optimistic outcome is they're trying to the they're trying to do something called a soft landing. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, if we raise rates, things are gonna be under pressure for a little bit as they are right now. Yeah. But it will get inflation under control. And if inflation's under control, we can like stop doing what we've been doing. We can stop all of the tightening, um, and then just let things resume as they are in that state. I don't think they're going to go back to lowering rates, but they can kind of keep them at like the level they are now. So that's the hope, and that's like the the optimistic outcome is where like maybe this does work out. Um, it's a big maybe. It is. They've been kind of behind the eight ball on everything for like yeah. the past three, four years. Yeah. 
um, even before that, like since 2018. So I, I would tend to say it's probably not going to work out that way. Yeah. Um, and that's using nice language, but that's what the hope is. Like that's what their hopeful end game is from this. Also, too, uh, what's the way to put this? Inflation works year over year. So, you know, even if the numbers yeah. go down like 2% or whatever in the, from one month to month, whatever they're doing now, we won't see the effects of it a year late until a year later. Right. So if the Fed, Federal Bank, is raising rates and they're trying to like, you know, tighten it up and get rid of inflation because they want everyone to have all the Big Macs in the world and have great Christmases and great Fourth of Julys. Um, we won't know what happens till a year later. Essentially what they're doing is the Fed has gone raw in the economy wow. for a long time and there's inflation, the, the belly's getting bigger, but now they're like, oh shit, we need, we need to start snorting plan B. And they're like, dude, I think we're already pregnant. And they're like, yeah, just keep snorting it. Just like, you know, mash it up, take it, take it. And right. they're like, look, your stomach's getting smaller. It's like, dude, we won't know what happens till a year later, what's going on with this baby. And meanwhile, everyone else is like, I think you're just going to make a really, really messed up baby. Baby. Yeah, there's no other way to put it. You're just going to make a horrible... I don't know. It's gonna look like that kid from Face. Basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna make. <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's not gonna be a share there. It's just gonna be that weird face. That's it. Mm. And that's what we're gonna have to look at for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So yeah, uh, don't go raw in the economy. Don't. Yeah. Always strap up. Yeah, have protection, man. Yeah. You Otherwise, you're gonna get that late inflation. Or get the burn. You get the you know syphilis yeah. or chlamydia. Yeah. I don't know which one. I don't, thankfully, I haven't had that. But gangrene. Gangrene. Yeah. You get gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what they're, they're, it's interesting because, like, from, I guess, an energy policy perspective, like OPEC Plus had a big meeting this week, too. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden and, like, our administration has been basically telling OPEC, don't cut supply, increased supply, OPEC decided to cut uh, supply by 2 million barrels a day. Which what is, is OPEC? OPEC is basically, well, OPEC is literally a cartel. It's an oil yes, cartel. It yes, it is. And that's kind of what, it's hilarious. It's a, it's a cartel of like all of the largest like oil producing mm -hmm. nation, states, uh, anything like that. So Saudi Arabia... Um, just everyone, like, you know, is, is a part of it, really. Venezuela, uh, even Russia is a mm -hmm. part of it. And um, they all get together and they decide uh, how much production there's going to be and how much each country is going to produce oil. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's literally like a cartel. It's, bas it's basically what the mafia in New Jersey was if they were still around. Like, if you've seen The Sopranos. Yeah, this you know. Tony Soprano. Yeah. Christopher so, Moltisanti. That's right. That's right. So they basically got together and they're going to cut oil production, um, which I know our administration was not happy with. And I know Europe and a lot of other places weren't happy with. But I think a lot of people saw it as like a shot to not only like the U.S., but I guess the West. Yeah. In terms yeah, of what fed. they're doing. Yeah. yeah. 
So the everyone is now on high alert that the United States dollar is yeah. squeezing and they're not happy about it. The rest of the world is not going to sit here and take this. Yeah. Like that we're not going to take it. So. Um, we're not going to yeah. take yeah. it. Yeah. And so the rest of the world is pissed. And OPEC, gang gang, <laughs> is now throwing down the supply controls to increase the cost of oil yeah. to basically fuck the Fed and the U.S. dollar. You know, fuck the free world, as Eminem would say. Yep. And if the Fed doesn't stop raising rates, OPEC fucks them. And if the Fed can no longer raise rates, the only other solution is to print more money. And if the Fed can only print more money, hyperinflation is inevitable and the currency will be destroyed. Now, what we're trying to say is if you go to that dollar menu at McDonald's, the dollar will be uh, metaphorical. Because when you go to McDonald's, everything will cost $6 billion. Right. That's how much a burger will cost when hyperinflation hits. Where you now will be having, you'll now have to pay, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that you could use to be able to get for a dollar. Remember you see Arizona the- iced tea? <laughs> yeah. When you see Arizona iced tea and that shit costs more than a dollar, we are in fucking trouble. If you go to Arizona iced right. tea and it says $5.99, we have hit hyperinflation. Costco hot dog? When yeah. Costco changes that policy... We've hit a point where our currency is destroyed. And you can look at other countries that are like this. Venezuela's like this. Yeah. The Germany had it back in the day. Weimar Republic. Yeah, Turkey's it's happening right now. WWW. Turkey. Their currency's getting yeah. destroyed. Shout out to Thanksgiving. That's around the corner. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's, uh, that's what we keep saying. There really is no way out of this. That's um, why we keep going back to it. It's because like, it's the big problem yeah. that we have. We're just gonna keep throttling back and forth. Yeah, and to be, f- I was gonna say to be fair to OPEC is yeah. like, um, things have slowed down globally. So like, there is a reason that they're cutting production. I mean, obviously it plays into the narrative they want, but yeah. like, there is a lot of demand that is being destroyed right now because of it. But well, oh, sorry. I was gonna say to be fair to OPEC, it's like nobody wants the U.S. dollar to destroy their yeah. economy. Like, I know we're all sitting here at home being like, USA, USA, <laughs> hell yeah. Destroy those foreigners. But even if the U.S. dollar is the strongest currency, it destroys the world. The strong, the U.S. dollar being strong is not good at all, which we covered in the last episode. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Uh, this is why we keep saying we're in a very stuck place. But... If you do what Russia did, which is just start doubling down on gold. Yes. Just keep doubling down on gold because things are about to get real rocky up in here. And that was a rocky Russian <laughs> Ivan Drago thing. But what you need to do is you need to be like, what? Clubber Lang, Mr. T, Rocky Three. That's right. Buy that gold and hold, baby. Hold. Hold tight. Or land. Again, go down to Florida. Go to Wyoming. Live next to Kanye. Hard assets, anything. Hard assets. Hard. Yeah. Kanye needs neighbors too right now. He needs friends. Yeah. He needs he needs some people yeah. to talk to, chop it up with. He needs some black friends. <coughs> that are not Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah, anyone but her. Yeah. <laughs> he had that song, No New Friends. Oh, that was Drake. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My bad. I gotta edit that out. <laughs> I think Kanye's problem is that he's making too many new friends. <laughs> Making friends with Trump, making friends with Candace Owens, <laughs> yeah. it's like Tucker Carlson, it's not great. 
Maybe he needs to take Drake's advice. I think he does. I think he needs to take a lot of advice and some pills probably too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what can I say? I'm still going to listen to the music and buy the shoes. Yeah. So who I, am I really to judge? Right. Just follow where he goes to live, I guess is what we're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, Zuckerberg is running to Hawaii. Yeah. He's been buying up land in Hawaii for a long time, selling yep. meta stock. And uh, really, you can just follow these people and see where they're going. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Elon lo- launched another SpaceX satellite? Or was that a, that was a, a rocket? Big rocket. He launched another rocket. Again, yeah. I don't know why they make it look like penises. But, I mean, I guess we do know why they do that. Um, but this one <laughs> had the first Native American commander on board. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was impressive. It's very interesting. Yeah. All I kept thinking was like, God, please don't let this blow up. Yeah. We can't kill another Native American god. <laughs> please. Yeah. Protect her. I, th- I think they did fine. They, they did, did fine. Yeah, I Look watched the whole launch. Yeah. That is a good piece of news. Yeah. What else? I think an interesting piece of news, actually, talking about Elon, is like he might have to buy Twitter, right? Yeah. The twat might have to buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That came out where... You know, he's basically going through um, a proceed, proceeding in Delaware courts, right? Yep. And um, I think he offered, you know, to buy Twitter for $44 billion. $44. They've been locked up in court. Court date's gotten pushed. Cool 44 bill. Cool 44 bill. So he's been selling a lot of Tesla stock to potentially fund it. Mm-hmm. Um, they pushed the court date. But he also was going to use, like, bank financing to also buy Twitter. This is back when the market was doing better. So now the banks, they don't want to have anything to do with this deal. They're trying to walk yeah. away. So I think Elon might have to sell, like, a lot more might stock. Pay out of pocket. Yeah, out of fucking pocket. If Rich people are good at one thing. They're great at buying things without their own money. And you know what? Aren't we all? <laughs> Isn't that really what a credit card is for? Yeah, that's yeah. the U.S. in a nutshell. That's he's, a thousand percent. Yeah, he's fucking up with the golden rule. That's how well, he made himself. If he needs some help, I know a great bank by the name of uh, Credit Swiss Cheese. <laughs> they don't have anyone in their departments that look into any proceedings. They'll just give the money out, and look, they're doing great. They're yeah. strong. Their, their stock has bounced back up. So that's what I'm saying. Credit Suisse, Elon, I think there can be something worked we know out a guy. there. We know a guy. I know a guy named Bill. He can get you in there. He's yeah. okay. Yeah. Just got to get him out of federal prison. But once he's out of there, deal done. Like this. Like there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So interesting. it's just interesting stuff. I mean, that's that's clearly like a, a sideshow. Uh, yep. It's everything. Yeah. yeah, this is... um. This is the part of the show where the clown that's juggling has now started, like, lit something on fire. Yeah. And now he's adding chainsaws. Yes. And you're like, wow, this is this can only end badly. This can only end poorly. Yeah. And at the same time, someone's throwing knives past his head. So, who doesn't want to see that show? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't look away. No, you can't. This is, this is the best part. Hold that dial. <laughs> <laughs> So it's I think good. he has till pretty much the end of October. I think it's October 28th. Oh, perfect. Halloween. Just in time for Halloween. Right. Yeah. 
Exactly. So he's got till twenty eighth, and then if that doesn't happen, I think the actual court date is in November. Yeah. From what I was reading, so we'll see. That'll be interesting to see how that ends too. And he'll drag it out. Do you think he's gonna have to buy Twitter? I think so. Interesting. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, you put up the bid. It's just like on eBay. You put up the bid. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's what it looks like. It's like he's just on there. He was like, oh, shit. It was a late night. He was like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And he saw yeah, Twitter what? on eBay, and he was like, oh, fuck. What did I right. do? He woke up, and he was like, I can't believe I bought Twitter. And then they were like, yeah, come on, man. You locked in that bid. We've all been there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You buy something you don't need, like a leopard hat or something like that. You're like, yeah, man. So. He know. I mean, look. It's like Omar says, game be the game. The game be the game. You know what this is. You know what you did. Game be the game. I like that one with uh, what was that? The in the wire where he's talking. He says um, kid would come over and he would steal every time from the dice game, and he was like, if you knew he was gonna steal every time, why you let him play? He's like, cause it's America, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah. got a right to play. And it's like, there you go. Everyone's got a right to play. Yeah. But there are losers. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that's a, what a great way to put it. Oh, yeah. Everyone's got a right to play. And with that, I'm going to go start learning Chinese, Mandarin, actually, because while things are going good here, they're going bad over there. But when the inverse happens, I know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What else? Uh, that was it. It was a slow week in terms of like, uh, you know, what was going on compared to the other week with yeah. the, the Britain. They almost lost their pensions, 90% of their pensions. Yeah, I think the Bank of England, that was yeah. the biggest thing. That was huge. Um, Let's see if I have anything else. I believe, I can't even remember their prime minister's uh, name. She's new. She just replaced Boris Johnson. Everyone hates her already. Well, yeah. They hate the Tories, period. But yeah. like... Um, she created a new tax plan or something along those lines, and within like I don't know how long she's been there—a month or so. Okay. She almost lost. Excuse me. She almost lost ninety percent of uh, British pensions. They were that close to going insolvent. Wow. It was like that was their Lehman moment. You know, that was their moment where they were about to go belly up. So they stopped it. Yeah. And again, it's like how long. Can you stop the bleeding? Or can you stop the bleeding at this point, really? It's like we're, the whole entire nation or the world's markets are bleeding out. And we keep just going, all right, let's just put more tissue on it. And a lot of people are like, you just gotta, you gotta cut this wound off. You gotta completely cut it off. Like cut the leg, you know, cauterize it. Yeah. Sew it up. And like it's gonna be bad, but what what is the alternative? The alternative is we keep going down this path and... Right. Then there's no way back. Yeah. I think the hope is like that soft landing. You know, if that, something like that happens. What? That was before things like OPEC happened, though. It's true. Yeah. 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 It's, um, it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting couple of months to continue to watch, I think. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Go buy some candy. <laughs> Go watch some scary movies. Um, you know, if I had to choose the scariest thing to be right now, I would just be the Federal Reserve. Yeah. That would be my costume. I'd just be, what's this, J-Pow for the Federal Reserve. 
and have a just carry around a big printer. Yeah. Yeah. And then when people get scared or like you know if kids come to your house and they're like, oh what are you supposed to be? Where's the candy? Just hand them a certificate that says I owe you candy. <laughs> and hand that to the kid and you go look you just learned something about finances right because that's literally what a dollar is it's an IOU it's a Federal Reserve note I think I would be Bill Huang that would be fun you could do that too he's not really scary though no I'm trying to think he's what a, else could you be he's more of an American hero you could be like a giant balloon and someone blows you up and like what are you I'm inflation <laughs> you do that there's so many. There's so many great financial co- uh, costs. You know you what? Do. You could be a, a Peloton bike at, that's now being used as like a clothes rack. There you go. You could be that. Right. What else could you be? What's a good costume for finances? Mm, you could just have your kid uh, walk around with a coffee mug and like his eyes are all bugged out, and it's like uh, he's the guy on Wall Street that actually knows what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's wearing the little Patagonia and the boat Oh, shoes. the fleece, yeah. yeah. His hair's up and he's just like... <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, who are you? I'm the guy that pays attention to the markets. That's who I am. <laughs> who are you? I'm the guy that does his job. <laughs> oh, man. No. All right. Uh, I think that's it, right? That's it. That's all I got. In other news, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We'll be back before then, but still. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you soon, okay? Yeah. Sad money out. Sad money. Money never weeps. Money never weeps.